Hey, thoughtful listener, before we get going, did you know that my company, upmyinfluence.com, has launched more than 200 business podcasts? The hosts of our shows are amazing leaders and collaborators, folks I want to connect you with. Maybe you deserve your moment in the spotlight as a guest of one of these amazing shows. Just go to upmyinfluence.com where you can see more than 50 shows that are actively seeking business leader guests like you to celebrate right now in front of their high caliber audiences. Just click on the podcast tab at upmyinfluence.com where you'll see shows like Profit Powerhouse with Glenn Poulos, Sales Negotiations, and Business Insights. This isn't just another business podcast. It's a deep dive into the strategies that truly drive success. Hosted by Glenn Poulos, a seasoned sales strategist and business growth expert, each episode is packed with insights from top executives and business leaders. If you're a high-level executive looking to share your expertise and story, we want you on Profit Powerhouse. Your experiences could be the exact insights Glenn's audience of ambitious business leaders are craving. And for our listeners, if you're ready to elevate your business acumen and learn from the best in the industry, Profit Powerhouse with Glenn Poulos is your go-to resource. Subscribe now and join a community of professionals who are transforming the business world. Ready to be a part of something groundbreaking? Visit Up My Influence and click on the podcast tab to find Profit Powerhouse. Whether you're looking to be the next guest or just seeking invaluable business wisdom, this is where your journey begins. Again, just go to upmyinfluence.com and click on the podcast tab. With us right now, it's Arsh Sanwarwala. Arsh, you are the CEO at ThrillX. Your website is thrillxdesign.com. Arsh, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. Very excited. Yeah. Well, give us an overview of the work that you do with ThrillX. Yeah, for sure. My name's Arsh. I'm the, the CEO at ThrillX. We're basically a UX, UI design and conversion optimization firm based out of cold, cold uh, Toronto, Canada. Uh, just a bit about my background and you know how I got into UX design. So my background is originally in business and marketing, right? And I, you know, worked at several different companies in sales and marketing. Kind of found a natural inclination for UX design. Just you know, combined all of my different interests in psychology, design, and at the heart of it, business as well. And I worked at several companies, big companies, where I realized that even these big companies don't base decisions on actual data, right? And I kind of saw that gap in the market that, you know, people are just throwing things at the wall. It's kind of decisions made on guesswork. And so naturally, you know, started a a design agency where our focus is on that data piece and making decisions based on data, which we can, Mm. you know, get into as well. Yeah. So what you're saying is that most agencies or web developers are not. Uh, what? How are they typically making their decisions? Yeah. So it's interesting. I mean, it depends on on what firm you're working with, but a lot of them, based on what looks good, right? That's often one thing. Like visually, what'll look good. You know, to give you context, when I was you know working as a designer um, for Fortune 500,000 companies, a lot of people would get hung up on things like color, the color of a button, 
um, which doesn't really translate to any business impact, right? At the end of the day, unless you're a Google or something like that, where you know you're testing multiple different shades of a color of a button. For most brands, it's not really gonna drive any value. So it's those types of like minuscule things that you know people get hung up on, um, yeah. rather than the bigger things. Yeah. So like, how did you? get into this, like what's your background that kind of led you into this more uh, kind of data-centric approach to design and development? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think at the heart of it, right, given that I have a business background, I realized that like everything to do with design at the end of the day is also driving business impact, right? Like good design on a website or good design principles, whether it's UX, UI, that ultimately translates to the end goal, which is more revenue for a business. And so I think people often get those two kind of separated from one another. Uh, they think of design and business goals as two separate buckets, whereas, you know, they're very synergistic. They go hand in hand and you have to look at it from uh, that combined angle itself. So someone's listening to us right now and they say, okay, Arsh, we would love to take more of a data-centric approach to how we're communicating our branding, colors, copy, that sort of thing. Um, take us through maybe just kind of like a 101 on like yeah. maybe some actionable things that people can do immediately so that they can value from what we're talking about. Yeah, for sure. So I basically, I think of it in three separate buckets, right? You have your quantitative research, uh, you have qualitative research, and then you have what I like to call like the time-tested principles of human psychology and behavioral science, right? On any website or any digital product. So on the quantitative research side, you know, something that anyone can do listening on this call is install a tool like Hotjar or Microsoft Clarity, where you can actually watch recordings of users on your website. You can, you know, track heat map data, see where people are clicking, see where they're navigating and moments of drop-off and hesitation as well. And a very practical tip is if you know something for a fact resonates with your customers and you know that, you know, talking with your customers that, you know, that's one of the reasons that they buy your product or for a B2B company, you know, they uh, work with your, with your service. If that's at the bottom of the page or the middle of the page, and you can track on Hotjar that only 30% of people are reaching that section, well, you have a low-hanging fruit opportunity right there, right? Moving that uh, higher up on the page, right? In terms of order of priority. So that's like, you know, small insight that you can gain just by looking at scroll maps and seeing how far are people actually scrolling on your website. The qualitative side is often underrated where you can install a tool called UserBrain where you can run remote tests on your website. So imagine I get you to go on my site, Josh, and I say, what are your first impressions upon landing? Can you actually go through the process of filling up my form? And I'm able to get your qualitative feedback as to how you perceive the experience. Uh, so that's the qualitative side where you get a ton of insight from there. Um, and then the principles of human psychology are just uh, you know looking at the anatomy of a high converting site, clear messaging, social proof, like reviews of, uh, as soon as you land on the site. All of those things go hand in hand and make a huge difference. And most people can get started straight away. Excellent. Arsh, what are some examples of companies you've worked with and 
and I don't know if you've got maybe some stories of like, well, before Thrillex, this is what they were dealing with. After Thrillex, here's what we did and here's what the results were. I don't know if you could tell us some stories like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, one of our very funny product, it's like a it's like a product for canned beverages. It's a shotgun product. If you know what shotgunning a drink is, right, where you poke a hole in a drink and then you're able to drink it. It's a funny product, but uh, they do very well, right? They get 100,000 plus visitors to their website per month. You know, they drive majority of the traffic through their website. And so we were kind of tasked on a conversion optimization uh, engagement where, you know, their website just wasn't performing. They weren't really able to get a lot of revenue through their site, even though they were getting a lot of traffic. And one of the first things that we did was we looked at recordings and we saw people actually navigating on their site. They had product bundles. So they had five different product options. We noticed that people were choosing the, either the lower priced option or they would exit the site completely. And so we hypothesized that cutting down from five to three, kind of the paradox of choice, right? If you give people too much choice, it equals no choice at all. That test alone led to 53% lift uh, in mm. conversions and 13.5% lift in the average order value. So this is an e-commerce specific example, but yeah, I mean, it just transformed their business like conversion optimization. They more than doubled their conversion rate over you know a period of nine months. And as they kind of get more traffic to their site, that revenue they get as well is also amplified. So the same applies for any industry or any business, even B2B. Arsh, how would somebody know that they should have a conversation with you? So in other words, they might look at their website and go, yeah, I mean, that's probably doing what it's supposed to be doing, but maybe they don't know. Yeah, it's both sides of the funnel, right? Like the <laughs> average conversion rate on a website will be one to 3%. So if you're noticing that you're underperforming or you're sitting at above, you know, about average and you want to bump that up, you know, that would be a good time to engage. But a lot of the brands that work with us too also have, you know, good conversions, but they want to take it even further, right? Because there's two ways to kind of double your business from a digital marketing perspective, which is you double the traffic or you double the conversions, right? And doubling your conversions is a lot cheaper. It's also more effective because you get more traffic and you, you know, get more revenue out of that traffic. So it really depends on where you're, you're at, but even if you're, lower or average conversion or even great conversions, you can, you know, we can still help. <laughs> yeah. And let's say when you start working with somebody, how does that usually begin? And where do you start with a client? Yeah, it always starts with discovery first, right? Strategy, research. Something I often say is that with websites, you know, even when I'm doing a lot of like website audits, there's no such thing as best practices in web design, right? Everything needs to be tested. Now there's certain principles, right? Or certain overarching facets of websites that should be implemented in everything, but the manner in which you implement those can vary. So for example, you know, clean navigation or easy to use navigation is a best practice, but the manner in which you do that best practice will vary. And all that to say, our first part of any engagement is understanding the business, understanding the audience, uh, the company and the industry, right? Because without those, you know, all of the tests or any of the, the website changes we're implementing 
won't be effective if it doesn't resonate with their specific scenario. From there, we do a deep dive into their analytics, their business. We develop personas, look at journey maps, and kind of go through that full end-to-end UX, user experience design process to then you know do the website redesign or uh, do conversion optimization. So at a high level, that's kind of the step-by-step. Yeah. You know, I was looking at your LinkedIn and uh, one thing that you talk about, and this is really interesting, I, I don't know that I've ever heard of this, cognitive load theory. Can you explain what that is? Yeah, for sure. So I'm trying to think of a clever analogy to explain it, but uh, I'll, I'll explain it in layman terms. So you go on any website, right? And you have a pop-up banner, right? You have a then you have the cookie banner that comes up at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, you have you know some sliding animations coming on the screen. You have a big block of text. You have this huge navigation at the top. You have all of these different elements, mm-hmm. and I'm immediately confused, right? In five within the first five seconds. In other words, the cognitive load to digest and consume all of that information is way too much. And so part of what we always think about is how can we simplify the experience, right? How can we reduce friction across the buying journey, whether that's filling out a form or buying a product and thinking about if you were to actually use that website, is it an enjoyable experience? Does it reduce the cognitive load at a high level? Yeah, it's kind of the uh, the adage of the, you know, the confused mind does nothing. And if there's you know, it's like there's so many different calls to action, so many. It's like the brain's like, ah, you know, as opposed to your next step is here. Or certainly, you know, how do you do that when you've got, let's say, a, you know, someone's like, oh, we just have a lot of stuff on our website. Yeah, I think it comes back to data, right? In the very beginning, it's looking at a heat map, right? Let's say you you think you have a lot of information on your homepage, what does the data actually say? If I look at a heat map, I can see that, you know, my button, my call to action button, which is buy now or, you know, contact us gets a ton of clicks, but then my social media icons are not getting as many clicks. And then the question becomes, well, is social media icons actually important for conversions? Is it important to my user? Is it important to my business to actually incentivize some sort of action? And if it's not, and it's not getting any clicks, then that's something that can get removed, right? So you're really thinking about it from a database lens as to where are people actually clicking? Where are they actually navigating? And does it actually contribute to the overall buying journey? And then step-by-step, you can, you know, kind of twiddle it down and, and take stuff out. Yeah. Your website, Thrill X Design, I'm seeing a couple of things that I think might be pretty valuable, including a website review and audit. So again, your website, Thrill X design. And again, we got the spelling of that and everything for our podcast listener. Just click around in the podcast app. You'll see where we got the show notes and the direct link there. Um, but Arsh, when somebody does start kind of diving into your world, what would you recommend they take a look at or dive into or, you know, what do they do next? Uh, in terms of like with us? With yeah, if they're interested oh. in this topic or interested in you in potential or in particular. Yeah, for sure. So I'll answer both of those. So the first thing is install Hotjar Clarity on your site. Uh, Definitely low-hanging fruit. And just start watching recordings, heat maps. You get a ton of insight there. And, you know, in terms of with us, I mean, we 
uh, have a free website audit. It's one of the ways that we've actually scaled our company through cold outreach and also inbound, you know, doing these free audits where we'll do a deep dive into your business. We'll look at your website and basically point out, you know, anywhere from seven to 10 different things that you can improve on your site straight away. So it's very personalized and tailored. Yeah. Again, uh, the website Thrill X Design, Arsh Sanwarwala. Uh, you're the CEO. Arsh, it's been a great conversation. Anything else, you know, kind of final closing thoughts for someone, particularly, you know, looking at uh, our year ahead and goals and that sort of thing? Yeah, it would be, please start looking at data. <laughs> I can't stress it enough. It's the whole reason I started this business, right? Like even it pains me just looking at some websites and like money being left on the table. So yeah, just just start looking at the data. Would be my All right, Arsh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.